0: The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: When everyone else is teaching you defense, Nicholas is teaching you to go on the offense. Welcome to the Health Cure Show with Nicholas St. John. Prevention is the key, and no one shows you how better. It all starts right here. Now, here is your host, Nicholas St. John. Hello, and
2: welcome. Uh, I want to welcome today. This is a very exciting show. We've got uh, a terrific guest, Dr. Ron Huntinghockey from the Reardon Clinic. Uh, as I typically start out, I talk about some of the things that are in the news. And this week, the big news is that there was a film that was going to be this uh, that was going to be shown at the Tribeca Film Festival, which I believe is Dr. Uh, is um, Robert De Niro's uh, film festival. And it had all been set up to be shown, and it got canceled uh, yesterday. So that was the big news that this film vaxed from. From cover-up to catastrophe is, uh, uh, is has been canceled there at the film festival, but like typical, uh, it, it's gotten more news about being canceled. So there's a lot more people now aware of it. I mean, it made the the uh, New York Times even did an article uh, on this film which probably would have been kind of just over you know glossed over but as it is now uh it's it's made big news uh, all over the place so anyway i'm sure they'll figure out how to get it out to all of us and uh, i'm looking forward to seeing that it's, uh andrew wakefield who was a whistleblower he interviewed some other whistleblowers directly from the cdc talking about the dangers of vaccinations and so anyway that's been the big news but uh, I do want to get into uh, introducing you guys to Dr. Ron Huntinghockey. He's been with the Reardon Clinic, I believe, over 28 years. Uh, he worked directly with Dr. Hugh Reardon, who started the clinic, founded the clinic, and uh, has had the opportunity to work with some of the greats around the country uh, and really around the world. He's interviewed on that vitamin movie with a number of uh, uh, really just top people in the field of orthomolecular medicine and the use of vitamins and specifically vitamin C. And so Dr. Ron has uh, overseen uh, them. They're the clinic over 28 years, over 100,000 treatments using vitamin C with some phenomenal results. So I'd like to introduce you guys to Dr. Ron. Dr. Ron, welcome today.
3: Thank you, Nicholas. Thanks for having me on the show.
2: Well, I'm very excited. Uh, there's, there's probably nobody in, in the country or, or maybe even the world who has more experience than you guys. I know uh, when we call up there, it says, uh & vitamin C capital of the world. And so uh, I'd like you to share with our uh, listeners really the whole thing, the premise of vitamin C, how you got introduced to it, and some of the things you've seen and the phenomenal results.
3: Well, I think it's probably good to start at the beginning. Uh, Dr. Linus Pauling and Dr. Ewan Cameron. Uh, Dr. Pauling wrote the book, Vitamin C and, and the Common Cold. Uh, he, he became interested in vitamin C working with, uh, Abram Hoffer. Abram Hoffer was a orthomolecular pioneer in the field of psychiatry. But uh, he used high doses of niacin, and what got Linus Pauling interested—I think most people don't know—he's a two-time Nobel Prize winner. One was for the for his work on the chemical bond, and so he's a chemist, and so he was intrigued with the importance of vitamin C in just about every facet of normal cell functioning. Erwin uh, Stone was a was the person that introduced dr pauling to vitamin c and erwin stone had written a wonderful book called the, called the healing factor which anyone can watch on or can read online at uh, vitamincfoundation.org but the healing factor traces the evolution of life on the planet and mr stone goes so far as to assert that without vitamin c life may not have been able to evolve on the planet. Every creature um, makes its own vitamin C as a buffer against the threats and oxidative stress of, of life. And we humans somewhere in the evolution of life left the, the Garden of Eden, the, the tropical <laughs> forest where we could get plenty of vitamin C from our food and uh, at that time, we had evolved out of the having the enzyme functioning that uh, converts glucose into vitamin C. And so Linus Pauling was intrigued by the importance of this and began to uh, investigate it in other animals and found out that the typical goat or horse or various other types of animals animals, when they were stressed, would greatly increase their production of vitamin C, and he reasoned that maybe people who were ill were experiencing a type of uh, scurvy. Even though they may not have the the standard symptoms of scurvy, they could not mount an adequate defense against infection, toxicity, or in, or in this case, the common cold, viruses, or against cancer. And so he and Ewan Cameron... Uh, embarked upon a research project in Scotland where they, they identified over 400 patients with stage 3 and stage 4 terminal cancer who were hospitalized. And they matched them up to controls, same age, same sex, same cancer, same degree of cancer. And to the people who were in the hospital, they gave them 10 grams, 10,000 milligrams of vitamin C IV. Daily for 10 days and then converted them to 10 grams of vitamin C orally from there on. And these people that got the vitamin C compared to the controls lived on the average four times longer. Wow. And uh, this, this, uh, was a, was an astounding finding at the time and it was actually published by the NIH. Uh, Mayo Clinic decided to try to replicate the study. But normally in science, when you replicate a study, you do it the same way the original researchers did it. But right, that was right. not the way Mayo's did it. They 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 only gave their stage 3 and stage 4 cancer patients oral vitamin C. And they did not have the same uh, success at prolonging the lives of these patients. So this led Dr. Reardon, after Dr. Pauling's death, to investigate the pharmacokinetics of giving vitamin C intravenously, and what what they found is that there was a phenomenal increase in the blood level of vitamin C when you gave it I, IV intravenously uh, compared to taking it orally. When you take vitamin C orally, there are uh, there are uptake transporters within the gut that has to transport. A, it across the wall of the gut and and because of that, depending upon the form of vitamin C, only about 30% actually gets absorbed. And so uh, as a result, people, if you try to take a lot of oral vitamin C, you can gradually work your dose up, but more often than not, people experience diarrhea and uh, we, we actually use that when people are trying to titrate their dose up to the maximum they can orally We'll have them work up to what I call 90% bowel tolerance, but that's still only going to give people uh, a rise in their uh, serum level from a typical level of between one and two milligrams per deciliter to maybe four or five at the most. Uh, and with an IV infusion, you even with a small IV like 15,000, you can raise the blood level from one. To over 100 so that's a 100 fold increase in the blood level of vitamin C by giving it intravenously without and it's without any side effects there's no vein irritation there's no uh, untold side effects people feel better they feel uh, more relaxed if you increase the dose very rapidly you can get a detoxification reaction where people will feel maybe a bit uncomfortable sometimes a little bit shaky but we found over the 28 years that I've been uh, at the Reardon Clinic giving IV vitamin C, it's probably one of the safest, most effective, un- underutilized therapy in modern yep. medicine today.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the things you mentioned was the bowel tolerance and and I've heard uh, people talk about that and when when they hear that you can get diarrhea from it. We want people our listeners to understand that it's literally it's a one-time um uh, bout and then it's clear. It's not like you when you get sick and you may have diarrhea for 2 or 3 or 4 days where you get dehydrated. When you hit bowel tolerance with vitamin C, taken it orally, it's essentially it's a one-time uh, thing and then you're over it and, and your body's back to functioning normal. So it's not like a prolonged thing. So we'll make sure everyone doesn't freak out because of of just the term diarrhea because it's just literally the loose, to- uh, loose bowel or the bowel tolerance levels.
3: And, yes, and, and on the contrary, go right back to Dr. It. Dr. Thomas Levy actually promotes the idea that in the process of starting vitamin C, you escalate your dose, and you want to work up to diarrhea, not only to know that you're at the optimal dose of vitamin C, but Levy says one of the most toxic conditions you can have is constipation. you can <laughs> get right. a, You can get clostridia and all kinds of abnormal bowel flora occurring when you don't have regular bowel movements. So the purpose of vitamin C is not to be a laxative, but it can help clean out the bowel if you've been backed up for a long period of time. But then once you've adjusted your dose and you've gotten the very best frequency for your for your condition, your 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 chemistry, uh, you will feel very comfortable on like I like today I've already taken uh probably about eighteen thousand milligrams of vitamin C orally uh, in addition to maybe three or four packets of lipo Vitamin C, which we can talk mm. more about later, and I feel very comfortable. I, ha- I have no bowel upset. Uh, I'm very alert. It's five o'clock in the afternoon, and I feel very alert and ready to talk. So, <laughs> yeah, that's
2: you know, and and uh, you know, when we hear about you know, when, uh, in the movie that vitamin movie, we see Doctor Andrew Saul take sixteen thousand. Uh, milligrams in in um, uh, wafers or the the tablets. Uh, I'm up to uh, uh, I take mine in an orange juice, and I'm I'm up to 6,000 milligrams at a time without any problem. Uh, I never and the the idea of reaching bowel tolerance. The one of the key things uh, that our our listeners understand is when you're healthy, you absorb it at a certain rate. When you're sick. You can take sometimes two and three times orally what you would take normally, so when Dr. Ron talks about hitting a uh, when you're when you're fairly healthy and you and you hit bow tolerance, you know what that level is when you're healthy, and that way it kind of gives you a gauge of how much more you may need to be. Using to try to reach bowel tolerance when you're sick, so when you get a cold or a flu or you know, uh, you know any number of of the superbugs that are going around uh, that we talk about getting, uh, you know, getting in on top of. We have about one more minute before a segment. Al, well, what would you like to add to that?
3: Just one last little comment. But Dr. Robert Cathcart was a he's deceased now, but he was a pioneer in vitamin C, and he actually mapped out different doses that people with different diseases would require. He worked at Stanford uh, taking care of college students, and very often they would get mono, and he uh, found that some of the sickest mono patients would require as much as a 100,000 milligrams of vitamin C orally, spread out over the day, but orally a day without any bowel incontinence or diarrhea or anything their body just simply needed that much to to fight that that type of a viral infection which is can be very severe as people know you
2: know what, uh all these names, you know, I've, I've covered some of them in previous broadcasts with Dr. Linus Pauling, who's one of the great minds of the 20th century, and then on, uh, you know, Dr. Klenner, who was a pioneer physician who wrote a lot of that information, uh, and then, of course, uh, Hoffer and Kothcard and Stone and all these guys that have done so, you know, that have really uh, contributed so much that... And all the guys in that vitamin movie talk about those guys and how we're just building on what they did. And so, anyway, after the break, we'll get into more of this. But in the meantime, uh, everyone stay tuned. Well, we'll be back in just a couple of minutes with Dr. Ron Henninghockey from the Reardon Clinic.
4: Your life, your health, your network you're listening to voice america health and wellness
1: Nicholas has a free newsletter that you'll look forward to receiving. This is not your typical fluff-filled newsletter. It's filled with hard-hitting TV and radio interviews, articles, and blog posts that most others are afraid to put into print from a well-balanced and unbiased perspective that you'll find overwhelmingly refreshing. By subscribing to the newsletter and taking action, you'll be joining the team as this grassroots effort to take back our health care system grows with calls to action that can have tremendous ramifications. Go to immunitycrisis.info forward slash or text the word crisis to 82888 and sign up for the free newsletter. That way, you can stay up to date and make sure you know what dangers are lurking and learn how to protect yourself and your family from them. You can also get Nicholas St. John's latest books at the ImmunityCrisis.info website. Join the team. The future is now. Visit ImmunityCrisis.info today.
5: Relationship issues? Anxious? Parenting challenges? No more. Learn how to live your best life. Tune into Straight Talk
4: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: This is The Health Cure Show with Nicholas St. John. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to John at gmail.com. That's N I C H O L A S.S s-t-j-o-n at gmail.com. Now, back to the Health Cure Show.
2: Hello, and welcome back. Today's my, <clears throat> my guest today is Dr. Ron Huntinghockey from the Reardon Clinic. And, uh, uh, Dr. Ron, we were talking about uh, Dr. Linus Pauling and and his work with Cameron and the study on cancer patient uh, treatments. Uh, why, why don't you come over a little bit more about that?
3: Well, a lot of people who call in interested in the research at the Reardon Clinic, first of all, want to know what is this going to do to help me and is it going to make me sick because the general understanding of most cancer therapies is they they are they're they're pretty rough. They people will feel tired, they'll feel nauseated, they'll they'll feel uh, depressed, and uh, their white blood cell counts go down, and they lose their hair. This is a whole different ball game with vitamin C. Here, what we're doing is uh, we're not only inhibiting the growth of tumor cells by virtue of some of the some of the research that Dr. Reardon did to verify. Dr. Pauling's observations was to take about 20 different types of uh, cancer cells and grow them on uh, culture media with differing doses of vitamin C. and And uh, I mentioned how uh, a 15 gram vitamin C can raise your blood level from one milligram per deciliter to 100. Well, Dr. Reardon took these doses up to as high as four or 500 milligrams in the in the cell culture, and he showed around 350 to 400, almost all the cell types showed uh, uh, death of the tumor cells. And wow. so this was what he called a cytotoxic effect mm-hmm. in vitro, in, in, you know, on the culture medium. We, we don't know exactly how that translates into in vivo, But what we know in vivo, and this was based upon observations that uh, Linus Pauling and Ewan Cameron also made in their study and reported in their journal articles, that cancer patients receiving the high-dose vitamin C noticed a marked reduction in pain. They were able to almost completely get off their narcotics. They noticed an improved sense of well-being. They weren't as tired. Their appetite improved. Uh, they, they were able to walk better. They were able to think better. There was just a general sense of well-being that occurred as a result of being on the ho- high dose vitamin C. And then they had longer survival times. This, this increased sense of well-being has been documented in four separate studies that have been published on quality of life, and we do know that if, if, uh, if for no other reason, anyone at any stage of cancer should consider IV vitamin C because we know that it improves quality of life. The longevity from wh- that people can have from this use of this therapy, which we describe as an adjunctive therapy, we do not prescribe it as, an, as, as a standalone therapy for cancer patients unless that is what the cancer patient requests of us. But our protocol uh, lists it as an adjunctive therapy because it's so effective at helping to reduce the side effects of uh, conventional therapy and to improve the quality life of the patient. The very first patient that Dr. Reardon cared for was a stage 4 renal cancer, kidney cancer patient with metastases to his lungs. And, and the doctors had told him to just go home get his things in order. This was a well-documented case of cancer uh, <clears throat> with, uh, m- you know, METS visible on the chest X-ray. And uh, Dr. Reardon, knowing Linus Pauling's results, told the patient, what have you got to lose? Why don't you try this IVC therapy? So he started him on 15,000 milligrams of vitamin C IV twice a week, and then after, I think, a couple months, he bumped it up to 30,000. But that's as high as he went. He didn't do the really, really high doses that we're seeing these days. But at 30,000 twice a week, by six months, there was marked reduction in the patient's metastatic, metastatic lesions. He had no pain, was breathing normally. And by a year, it was documented that the metastatic lesions in his lung, lungs were completely gone and there was no evidence of cancer at all. And this gentleman who was in his sixties lived into his eighties and actually died of congestive heart failure, something completely different than the uh, than the cancer that he had he had come to Dr. Reardon with.
2: So that was about what, twenty years uh, after they had told him to go put your
3: get your twelve years. He died about twelve oh. to fourteen years okay. later. I I remember and he after we he was stabilized he did not have to do IVC twice a week for the rest of his life. He, we were able to spread out the treatments to maybe once a week, once every two weeks, and then maybe once a month. I think he had a, a treatment to, to keep the ball rolling. And then of course he, I think he took 10 to 12 grams of vitamin C every day orally. There you and go. so he, and, and then I'm sure Dr. Reardon had him on other supplements as well. We don't try to portray IVC as a magic bullet, a silver bullet. You know, in conventional medicine, the thinking is we're looking for the one thing that cures the disease. And what we find is that cancer, especially the modern understanding of cancer, we now know based upon the extensive uh, sequencing of many, many different cancers that you can have 10 different, you can have 10 cases of the same type of cancer, whether it's small cell cell lung cancer or pancreatic cancer, you can have 10 cases of that, same cell type, but the, the genome looks different. And so what they're, what they're finding is that it's, it's going to be very difficult to find common denominator genes that can be strategically attacked with, uh, with, uh, with drugs. And so now we're looking more at the m- metabolic basis of cancer and how, th- how things like glucose utilization and mitochondrial functioning uh, have a role to play in the perpetuation and growth of cancer and that this may be a vulnerable place where we can more effectively help cancer patients overcome the illness.
2: One, one of the things that, you know, we run into all the time, and I'm sure you guys do as well, and when you mentioned uh, doctors and, and, like, oncologists stuff have a tendency to have pushback on the idea of um, orthomolecular or, you know, the mega dosing vitamin C because of whatever misconceptions or whatever. But, uh, uh, you know, I talked about Dr. Andrew Saul, who has uh, a website, doctoryourself.com and wrote a book, uh, Fire Your Doctor. And so we want people to know, when I talk about getting out ahead of this stuff, that You know you guys end up with people coming to you after they're already sick and you know a lot of my uh, uh, my books are all talking about how to get out ahead of it how to build your immune system strong enough and that's why you know vitamin C is is one of the critical foundations of the immune system uh, as well as things like probiotics and you know cutting down the number of antibiotics and all that stuff Uh, from, your, you know, the studies talking about, they've been published. How do we, you know, if someone's listening to this show and they're 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 in a situation there, they want to know more about doing vitamin C or they'd like to go talk to their doctor, what kind of, where can they get information that they can actually take to them of studies that are published that isn't just, you know, hearsay or it's just anecdotal?
3: Well, the reardonclinic.org is our website. But if you Get if you go there, under the heading of Learn, we have uh, the lab uh, re- or, excuse me, the research results, and all of the studies that we've done we've done over 30 studies, published studies on IV vitamin C and uh, cancer care. And so we have a quite a bit, and there are now, I think, three studies done on using high dose vitamin C and and gemsar. So using vitamin C and a chemotherapeutic agent in conjunction with pancreatic cancer, which is a very deadly form of cancer, and they're showing a prolongation of life and improvement of, in quality of life with no interference with the chemotherapeutic agent. This is the biggest misunderstanding on the part of conventional medicine. The first misunderstanding is... Just the word vitamin. You know, most doctors think a vitamin is well that you have vitamin C and orange juice. Well, that's maybe a hundred milligrams, but we're talking thousands of milligrams. And even if you took that much orally, it's not going to do as much good as when you take it intravenously. So we're talking about a whole pharmacologic quantum shift in how this is actually being used by the body. And I remember giving a talk in Japan on vitamin C, and the Japanese are tremendously interested in natural therapies, and one of them asked me, well, how can you think of IV vitamin C as a natural therapy when you're sticking a needle in a person's arm in a vein and pumping in or dripping in uh, fluids and and this, uh, this uh, molecule called ascorbic acid, which is the real name of vitamin C. And the answer is, is that when any creature is sick, injured, stressed, infected, or threatened in any way, toxic, uh, it will make m- much, much more vitamin C. A goat will make about 2,000 milligrams per day, if you, uh, the equivalent of, an, of a human weight. And when it's sick, it can make up to 20000 or more a day. So all we're doing when we give IV vitamin C is we're mimicking a natural ability that we humans lost. Dr. Irwin Stone says that all humans have a genetic disease called hypoascorbemia. We have low serum vitamin C levels because the gene has mutated and the enzyme that that gene makes, which is L-glunolactone oxidase, That converts glucose into vitamin C, we can't make that enzyme anymore. So we have a, we have a genetic disease and it, and we can get by because we're very adaptive creatures and we've got a methylation system that pumps out quite a bit of glutathione and other antioxidant enzymes. But in the environment that we're in, the toxicity in terms of pesticides, chemicals, the stress level, the, uh, the electromagnetic fields that we have to deal with, radiation I'm having at our conference, we're having Dr. Yanagasawa talk about IV vitamin C and the radiation exposure in Japan after Fukushima. That's right. an issue. We have stress, oxidative stress galore. And so we, it's really, it's, it's interesting that the human, which lost the ability to make its own vitamin C is now smart enough to find a way to replenish that lost electron donor that's going to help uh replenish all of the antioxidant enzymes within the body and help all of the healing mechanisms within the body and yet our own the, the biggest problem we have today is that they there's some famous saying that uh beware of that person who thinks he already knows what he doesn't know <laughs> And right. so we run into doctors who say, gosh, if this were valid, we would have heard about it in medical school. We would have heard about it at our latest medical conference that was sp- sponsored by the pharmaceutical companies. This would, We would know about this. Well, there is a resistance to new knowledge that, that right. has been present in science from the beginning of time. And unfortunately, it's kept this most heavily st- – I think vitamin C has been studied more than any molecule in the history of science – and yet, most doctors think of it at the low dose, like what's in you find in food, but it's at the higher doses that you really see the miraculous results of vitamin C. You
2: know, after, we've got to take a break here. After we get back, let's talk about the 90 milligram uh, settings at the RDA and really what uh, Cothcart and so many of the others saw as a kind of a standard for what people can do. Again, we want to prevent, uh, people from getting cancer so they don't have to come into your clinic to get these mega doses, but they can get, uh, build their immune system so they can uh, stave off a lot of this stuff so they don't get sick in the first place. So uh, when we get back, let's take a break and we'll see everyone on the other side of that break in just a couple of minutes.
4: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: We are bombarded daily with information about beauty products and anti-aging treatments. Do you know how they have been tested? Are they truly going to make a change or just take the change out of your pocket? Tune in to Shelley's Show & Tell with host Shelley Hancock. We'll bring you the top-rated skincare products and treatments tested by Real Transformation Skin Care Centers will motivate you to make the best changes. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Nicholas has a free newsletter that you'll look forward to receiving. This is not your typical fluff-filled newsletter. It's filled with hard-hitting TV and radio interviews, articles, and blog posts that most others are afraid to put into print from a well-balanced and Unbiased perspective that you'll find overwhelmingly refreshing. By subscribing to the newsletter and taking action, you'll be joining the team as this grassroots effort to take back our healthcare system grows with calls to action that can have tremendous ramifications. Go to immunitycrisis.info forward slash newsletter.html or text the word crisis to 82888 and sign up for the free newsletter. That way, you can stay up to date and make sure you know what dangers are lurking and learn how to protect yourself and your family from them. You can also get Nicholas St. John's latest books at the ImmunityCrisis.info website. Join the team. The future is now. Visit ImmunityCrisis.info today.
0: Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN.
1: This is the Health Cure Show with Nicholas St. John. To reach the program today, please call in to one 866 472 5792 That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to John at gmail.com. That's n-i-c-h-o-l-a-s dot s-t-j-o-n at gmail.com. Now, back to The Health Cure Show.
2: Hello and welcome back. My guest today is Dr. Ron Huntinghockey from the Reardon Clinic. And we're talking about mega dosing vitamin C and the whole idea of, of doing uh, IV, intravenous vitamin C, where they take large amounts and pu- put that directly into uh, your bloodstream, which has been phenomenally successful. Uh, Dr. Klenner, uh, Dr. Linus Pauling, and Kothgar, and so many of these guys that have gone before us, uh, really did a lot of experimentation and refining and understanding the power of this IVC therapy. And um, Dr. Ron and I were talking on the break about the RDA being 90 milligrams. Now, that was set clear back during World War II. It's been challenged a couple of times, but for whatever reason, they don't want to get off of this idea that it's more than just a vitamin uh, or a nutrient, and so you know, for uh, you guys listening to me today and listening to this conversation, I appreciate you being here, and I want you to understand we're talking about taking our immune system to levels that we did not know previously. You could take it to, so Dr. Ron, in this uh, understanding of the RDA and and really what you know, you mentioned about goats and others that create their own. Uh, for the for a typical human being, what is it we really need to see on an average basis, or is there a like I think Dr. Clinner had a, a calculation? What what did you guys what have you guys seen?
3: Well, uh, I think there's probably quite a bit of variation. Uh, you know, the the RDA was set by uh, looking at prisoners who probably don't eat a very good diet to begin with. But they, uh, they, they gave them small amounts of vitamin C until they saw some vitamin C in their urine. And then they thought, well, then that's enough. They don't need to take any more than that. So it is truly the minimum daily requirement to prevent scurvy. But scurvy. Yep. The new understanding of scurvy is that it's, it's really not just a vitamin C. Disease. I mean, you know, certainly vitamin C is the central aspect of it, but, you know, there's a lot of other things that are in fruits and vegetables, and there are a lot of various types of fruits and vegetables. In Dr. Pauling's book, he, he talks about uh, low vitamin C fruit and low vitamin C berries and then high vitamin C. Well, he has intermediate vitamin C and he even has very high vitamin C foods. Like if you were to eat 2,300 calories of broccoli spears a day, you would get up to 16,000 milligrams of vitamin C. Well, I don't think anyone's going to eat their whole daily calorie requirement. And that'd be a lot of broccoli. And man, yeah, what? That, that would be a serious problem for your, for your spouse. Uh, so anyway, I, I, I think it's much more practical to have people look at what their uh, optimal state of being is as, and, and, and just the bowel tolerance uh, test itself is a pretty good way for people to look for a way of optimizing their own dose of vitamin C. I used to think that 2,000 was enough. And then about six years ago, I uh, got really sick for about six weeks with a severe bronchial infection. And uh, in reading uh, Dr. Tom Levy's book, he lists 21 ways that vitamin C improves immune response. And he listed many, many different bacteria and viruses that have very good documentation. For for instance, uh, Dr. Uh, Plenner cured 60 cases of childhood polio using uh, high dose vitamin C. And he, he, this was actually reported in the, in the uh, JAMA, the Journal of the American right. Medical Association. He reported it at a meeting did you hear anything about it? Most people would say no that 's surprising are you is this true it 's true it's just about that time vaccinations came out, and that is what caught the interest of everyone and so his monumental achievement using high dose vitamin C was completely forgotten about
2: well yeah i you know i 've read uh, hundreds and hundreds of his. Uh, papers on on treatment for Dr. Klenner and really am amazed at how little it's being used today Uh, I do look forward to the day that it becomes a standard protocol like Dr. Klenner did when so you came into his office he immediately gave you a a, an intramuscular shot and then started doing the whole diagnostic to find out what uh, it was that they were dealing with but in the meantime he kinda gave your immune system a a nice strong kick to get started and start doing the work it uh, was designed to do.
3: That was Dr. Levy's favorite quotation of Dr. Klinner that, you know, uh, give vitamin C first and then diagnose later, you know, get, get the treatment going because it's the universal treatment for any chronic and acute illness because it's what the body would do if it could do it. It would could. be making more vitamin C uh, if you're
0: sick.
2: Yeah, and, you know, again, the prevention, the whole idea of preventing uh, where we get enough vitamin C on a daily basis as well as D3 and, and, uh, you know, because like you said at at your clinic, you guys do a a kind of an analysis to see what nutrients – because they're all – they're so interwoven. They also work together that uh, although you can – it really helps the immune system when you do vitamin C uh, megadosing and can do it orally. And we want to also touch base on liposomal. Uh, um, you, you guys have seen a lot of, of – uh, why don't you explain to the audience what liposomal
3: vitamin C is? Well, we we, we do our, – our, our motto at the Reardon Clinic is IVC first. So it goes along with the uh, Cliners idea, but we do do a very comprehensive – uh, study a uh, kind of an inventory of all the key nutrients because nutrition is a team sport it just so happens that vitamin C is the quarterback or the the top player on the team in in many ways the other vitamins though the other nutrients are equally important for maintaining overall health uh one of our former lab directors used to say it's not how much you take it's how much you absorb that it seems to be a big factor in today's issues with nutritional, uh, deficiencies that are rampant in our culture, there are people that are trying to eat healthier diets, uh, but the food itself is not as nourishing as it used to be. So many people are on medications which can block their, uh, utilization of, of nutrients, the, the acid blockers and, uh, uh, some of the other medications that people chronically take. As a matter of fact, if you if you go online and look at uh, nutrient drug interactions, you'll find that every drug blocks some kind of a nutrient. And uh, so, so like for example, metformin, which has gotten some uh, positive press in terms of some of the good things it does, it still will reduce your absorption of B12. So I think uh, as a conscious, uh, you know, consumer in our modern day and age, you have to be really cautious about. What, what medications you're taking, uh, also you might want to be aware of, uh, just exactly how well your gut flora is because if yes. you've been on scads of antibiotics, that can cause, uh, in small intestine, uh, bacterial overgrowth, which can reduce your absorption of nutrients. So this all comes back to the, the new technology of liposomes. And so liposomes were actually developed by the cosmetic industry to improve the absorption of various cosmetic uh, strategies into the skin. Uh, a liposome is made up of phosphatidylcholine which uh, has the interesting property of being on one side of the molecule, it's water soluble, on the other side it's fat soluble. Right. And so when these line up they form a membrane, a, a bilayer membrane, much like our, our cells have a bilayer membrane. Well, the liposomes can form these small little cells. They're very, very tiny, and 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 these uh, these liposomes will um, excuse me just a second. So, so these liposomes will be very fat, very uh, soluble through uh, the fatty layer of the small intestine. It, if you put it in your mouth, it'll even start absorbing in the mucous membrane of your mouth, and so whereas most vitamin C powders and tablets are only about 30% absorbed depending upon the individual, uh, liposome vitamin C is 100% absorbed, plus you get the benefit of the phosphatidylcholine bilayer that goes with it.
2: You know, and Dr. I know Dr. Levy's really big on liposomal, and uh, there are you know, there's some videos out that you can make your own. Of course, there's a, c- a couple of companies that really, uh, I think, Live On Labs makes really some great stuff there. So anyway, we've got to go to break. We will be back with you guys in just a couple of minutes. Stay tuned. We've got just a little bit more, and we'll close this out for the day. But stay tuned for the rest of the interview with Dr. Ron Huntington.
1: Nicholas has a free newsletter that you'll look forward to receiving. This is not your typical fluff-filled newsletter. It's filled with hard-hitting TV and radio interviews, articles, and blog posts that most others are afraid to put into print from a well-balanced and unbiased perspective that you'll find overwhelmingly refreshing. By subscribing to the newsletter and taking action, you'll be joining the team as this grassroots effort to take back our health care system grows with calls to action that can have tremendous ramifications. Go to immunitycrisis.info forward slash or text the word crisis to 82888 and sign up for the free newsletter. That way, you can stay up to date and make sure you know what dangers are lurking and learn how to protect yourself and your family from them. You can also get Nicholas St. John's latest books at the ImmunityCrisis.info website. Join the team. The future is now. Visit ImmunityCrisis.info today.
5: When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson and Sharon Hennefin. Breast cancer survivors and advocates. They help by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Health & Wellness Channel.
4: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: This is The Health Cure Show with Nicholas St. John. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to john at gmail.com. That's N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S dot S-T-J-O-N at gmail.com. Now, back to The Health Cure Show.
2: Yeah, yes, welcome back. Uh, My guest today is Dr. Ron Honeyhockey from the Rune Clinic, and we've been talking about Intervenous vitamin C therapies. Uh, Dr. Ron, we, yeah, I know you guys are getting ready to do, uh, you have another s- uh, symposium or seminar coming up. Why don't you just tell people about uh, what you guys
0: are going to do at that? Yeah,
3: before Dr. Reardon died in 2005, he had sponsored over, I think, 15 international conferences on human functioning. And about uh, seven years ago, we started the the Reardon IVC and cancer symposium. We did four of those. This year, we're going to do something different. We we really do believe that uh, vitamin C is a fundamental aspect of treating all chronic illness. And so we've changed the name of the symposium to the Reardon IVC and chronic illness symposium, the emergence of redox medicine, because it turns out that oxidative stress is the fundamental cause of all chronic illness. People who are imbalanced in their ability to handle oxidative stress, they tend to be tired, their immune systems are not as good, they cannot detoxify properly, they, they tend to have chronic infections, uh, depression, mood disorders, uh, blood sugar problems, insulin resistance, obesity. You start looking at the long, long list of chronic illnesses that are currently, uh, like a tsunami. Coming at Western society, uh, uh, it it is phenomenal uh, what's happening. And if we do not help people find the real causes of their chronic illness, just taking tons and tons of medication to treat the symptoms is not going to be the answer. So we think of vitamin C as a a foundation, a a solid scientific foundation for helping people get well again.
2: Yeah, I mean the whole idea of getting out ahead of this, you know, that's my uh, really my mantra here is is uh, getting out ahead of this. Let's quit playing catch up, and let's get our immune system. And that's in in in, in the immunity crisis dot uh, or my immunity crisis in America. Uh, I talk about ten things, which vitamin C is one of them. You talked about uh, our intestines and the uh, the problems with bad bacteria and all that stuff. So you know, I talk about probiotics and limiting your use of antibiotics if you can, and and de-stressing all that stuff. And so yeah, that's uh, I think everyone uh, go out to reardonclinic.org.org uh, reardonclinic.org and uh, you'll have that information out there uh, is is this going to be televised like through Periscope.tv or any of those uh, things? I so would people recommend people
3: to go to uh, YouTube and then type in Reardon Clinic to get to our channel. And then uh, we have all of our prior uh, Reardon Clinic uh, symposium videos are online free of charge for people to look at. I was just reviewing, I did one called The Metabolic Roots of Cancer. And that, that was just done just this, and just at the end of 2014, and it's a, it's a very good summation of everything we've been talking about today, Nicholas. And then keep in mind that people can call our number, 6830, uh, 3100, 682, uh, excuse me, 316 3100 It's on our website. And we have a call-in time, uh, every day. Uh, 30 minutes where one of our providers, and myself included, we're available for people to ask us questions about the therapies that we provide at the Reardon Clinic. It's not just vitamin C, but vitamin C is the foundation of what we do.
2: Okay, good. Uh, yeah, uh, going out to your your uh, website, I tell people all the time to call uh... into your number uh, there's a different I, is it a different doctor that's on every day uh... from different your doctor plenty?
3: every day is available at different times so that okay. people cannot do one time they can call a different day and catch us at another time
2: you know guys this is a very valuable service these guys uh... it's been great i've been on a number of calls with a number of different doctors there There, people call in from all over the world uh... really to talk to these guys they are so well known And the work they're doing is so great. Uh, So take advantage of getting a chance to call on. And there are, you know, Dr. Ron has been traveling around. He mentioned going to Japan. But he does these seminars around the country where he teaches uh, MDs and DOs and DCs and, you know, all kinds of groups about uh, nutritional health, about orthomolecular, and about uh, uh, IVC-type therapies. So – uh, again, uh, go to reardonclinic.org or go to your go to YouTube and type in Reardon Clinic, and you can get all of their videos from that. Uh, again, go when you go to their website, uh, you can find a, a number there, uh, and you can call in and and actually talk one-on-one with a the doctor. They have about a 30-minute time slot uh, every day. They have a different doctor on there, so I want to really encourage you. To do that, Dr. Ron, thank you so much for being on today. I think this has been extremely helpful to a lot of people. Uh, maybe it's introduced some ideas uh, to everyone, and uh, and hopefully people can take back my you know my thing is let's take back our health and our
3: health care. And well, we we invite everyone got. to become a co-learner. Uh, Dr. Reardon believed that we all needed to be responsible for our own self-care, but to do that, you have to open your mind and be a co-learner, and we'll work with you to help you learn about better ways to take care of yourself, and then we learn from you so that we can do a better job with all of our patients.
2: Yeah, this is a terrific uh, clinic. They're out here in Wichita, Kansas. Again, ReardonClinic, uh, Org is the way to get basically connected to them. So, again, thanks for being on the show today, Doc. Okay, thank you for inviting me, Nicholas. Okay, take care. All right, guys, Uh, thanks for tuning in today. One of the things that we want to make sure you have is these resources. The best way to do that is to get on my newsletter. The way you do that is go to immunitycrisis.info, immunitycrisis.info. At the bottom, scroll down to the bottom, and you'll see a place that says free newsletter. Click on that link and then uh, sign up for that newsletter. You can opt out at any time, but I send out um, – when i write articles when i write um blog posts when i am doing tv shows when I've got some kind of news that comes out, you'll be on that list. And I send out also links to things like uh, the Rudin Clinic and uh, phone numbers and things like that. Uh, I also have a page on Facebook uh, called uh, Never Get Sick Again. And so you can get back to uh, uh, that. And I post, again, all this stuff gets posted out there. And, of course, I have a Twitter account. Uh, as well, Einsteinish uh for Twitter. But I encourage you to join us. Listen, we're, we get reports of people who – uh, get the books, get the, get on the newsletter. Uh, they start, you know, they learn about Sambacol, they learn about organic coconut oil, they learn about, um, uh, even vitamin D3, which I've become more and more of a, a proponent for when you get sick for high doses, maybe fifteen twenty thousand 20,000 milligrams for two or three days after you get sick. Uh, all those things help the cells protect themselves much better, and they're finding they're very effective against cancer cells in a lot of cases. And so anything we can do to give our body an advantage is what we do. Uh, you know, right now Zika has been in the news, and one of the things about uh, Zika it's a pretty weak virus. But if you have, if you're taking vitamin C uh, and vitamin D three, and you've got your you're doing probiotics and all this stuff, you're building your immune system to to really have. An issue with Zika, even if you're, you know, they're even saying that 80%, even with people who have a what we call a a nominal immune system, uh, 80% never show symptoms. Well, that's because your their immune system gets rid of it fairly quickly before it develops symptoms. But it's when you develop symptoms that your immune system is not as strong as it should be to get to have gotten rid of it in the first place. So I don't want you playing catch up. I want you be out ahead of this stuff. So whether it's Zika or uh, you know influenza or uh, pneumococcal pneumonia or whatever it is, you can get out ahead of this. And so my books, "Immunity Cri- The Immunity Crisis in America," you can get again on my website, immunitycrisis.info. And so. Uh, we want you to be able to get out ahead of this, and so you're not, uh, so you don't get sick. There's nothing worse than uh, I think for a, uh, a parent, a, a mom or dad, sitting next to a, a sick child, laying there in bed and feeling helpless, uh, th- of not being able to do anything with these things. We can change that. So get my books, get on the websites, go to my blog, viruswhisperer.com. I appreciate you being here. I hope uh, uh, the stuff we talked about with Dr. Ron was great and was helpful to you. Uh, Again, connect with them. Uh, They're helping a lot of people. Listen, guys, I appreciate you being here today. Uh, We're going to have to sign off, so we will see you again next week. Take care.
1: Thanks for listening to The Health Cure Show. Be sure to join Nicholas St. John again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Learning to stay healthy this week and every week, because the future is now.